Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Gillian Devlin in for Joe Nash on Live 95. Absolute thuggery. That's how Minister of State Patrick O'Donovan described the nightmare Halloween scenes in Newcastle West. And he joins us on the line this morning. Good morning, Minister. Marlon, Gillian, Marlon, your listeners. Um, yeah, what went on in Newcastle West on Halloween night? Uh, caught on video by people with their phones and shared on social media. It's pretty shocking stuff. You know, you, you wouldn't, you could be forgiven for mistaking some of those scenes for a war zone. Yeah, unfortunately, you know, in the last number of years, with the advent of, of uh, some sort of kind of a daredevil tactics on social media, this is this sort of, and this is just isn't toggery, this is criminal behaviour, um, wanton criminal damage, um, that's now under a gar- <coughs> live guard investigation, excuse me, so I'd be conscious of what I say, um, but like it was it, it was totally and absolutely unacceptable. It's just disgusting behaviour, um, especially on the night in question, because uh, as you'll be aware, our emergency services from all over the west of the county were, were called out to a, a tragic road fatality uh, in the immediate vicinity of Newcastle West. Um, but like what happened here is just you 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 can't put um, any sort of rational explanation into it other than it's a, a bunch of criminal thugs uh, who need to be brought to book. And the sooner the better. Now, it is under regard a live investigation as the same. And yesterday I received uh, God, umpteen WhatsApp messages and, and photographs uh, from, from people in the West Limerick area who sent them on to me in my office. I forwarded them all to, to the Gardaí. Um, some of the people are clearly identifiable because uh, their names are on the footage. Um, you know, so they were at the scene. And, and I know that the guards are pursuing this vigorously. Yeah, the, the, um, because people are going to have to be held to account here. It's reported in the Limerick Leader that the Gardaí responded to three separate incidents on the night of Halloween between 6 and 8pm. These included an incident of criminal mm. damage to a car, an incident where a group of youths were setting off fireworks in the square, as well as another firework-related incident mm. on Maiden Street. And yet, no arrests have been made. Well, arrests can still be made. Uh, and I mean, when, when an investigation is live, um, arrests can still be made. Now, bear in mind, uh, on the night in question, uh, guards are called all over the place as well for, for what we called minor uh, minor issues. But this is not a minor issue. This was a major issue. Uh, the, the, the car in question, for instance, is owned by a young woman who, who goes out in the morning to go to work. Now, none of these fellas are going to work in the morning. They're probably all still in bed. They don't even hear this. Um, maybe their parents don't hear it either. Um, but like, there's an issue of parental responsibility here. Uh, if, if, if some of these are claiming to be children, uh, and claiming the protection of what it is to be a child in Ireland. Well, where were the parents? And how come the parents didn't know where they were? And how come the, the, the parents seem to be oblivious to the fact that there's messages circulating all over the county, but yeah. they haven't received the chit? And, and yet, when this sort of thing comes up on the show, as it does from time to time, we always get listeners asking for penalties to be brought against the parents, you know, remove their benefits, well, uh, punish the parents, and yet it never happens. Well, I'm not so certain that that works either, but I mean, uh, penalties against the people in question uh, is something that will have to be looked at in the longer term, uh, you know, and it probably is a policy issue. Now, if I say that, of course, there'll be 50,000 people out against me. Um, and I've been consistent for many years about talking to yourself and Joe about the, you know, what is the age of the uh, criminal intent? I mean, the age of criminal intent now is a bit different to when I was growing up. But the reality is that, like, there was people, when I was growing up, they were far more deprived 
than what some people are claiming to be now. They've never engaged in sort of behaviour like this. And this sort of, uh, and they, they seem to be getting off on it uh, because it's TikTok and it's viral and it's grey crack. I mean, it's grey crack now to, to, to aim a firework at somebody and pull the trigger. Uh, the same as a gun. Uh, and circulate it amongst your friends and, and think that oh, that's, that's funny. I mean, this is some sort of, um, uh, I don't know whether it's a, a mental lapse or something with, with, with some of these people that they think, first of all, that there's going to be no repercussion for the person that they do this to, that they could actually kill them. Uh, and secondly, they destroy their own life in the process by leaving themselves with, with a, a criminal record where, for instance, going to the United States or anything like that in the future is just out because they view you as a, a, just a, a, a common or gardener thug. Uh, which is what they are. Yeah, but many, some would argue that some of the peop, the kids carrying out this kind of behaviour, you know, going to the United States is not on their radar ever. Well, getting, well maybe getting a job should be on their radar. But then again, that's not either. Um, and like their future, it can't be just the future uh, where, you know, they, they, they carry out, they start to carry on uh, and then it becomes somebody else's responsibility and somebody else, the wider society, like the woman who had to get up and go to work the following morning with her car damaged, that she winds up paying for it. Uh, because it's her tax that pays for this start to carry on. And like whether it is whether it is the, the, the cost associated of the guards, uh, the investigation, the court's time, the juvenile justice, somebody has to pay for all that. And the people who pay for all that are the people who work. And, and they're fairly cheesed off. Look, one point that listeners will make again and again, and actually it was in uh, the, the papers yesterday, Camel Care, who ha- runs a boutique in Adair, and mm. who, you know, her business suffered uh, a criminal robbery, and she was talking about guards on the beat. That's what we need, more guards on the beat. And your party's in government, um, and this is the regular complaint. We don't have enough guardy. And and my party in government has reopened Templemore and raised the number of guards to an all-time high, and this year uh, an additional 1,000 will be recruited. So that's not that's not all of the issue. Part of the issue here as well is, like, uh, to be a parent in this country, you have to have responsibility. And, like, where were these children, so-called, uh, at that hour of the night? And did any of the parents, because they all seem to have phones, did any of the parents seem to think that it was necessary to ring them and say, are you going to come home or what are you doing? And I hope this morning that if there's any of these parents, because they all know who they were, every one of them knows, I mean, the names are circulating wildly and, uh, uh, you know, they're well known around the town in Newcastle West and further afield. I hope the parents do the right thing and turn them in um, to the guards so that they can face the consequences uh, of a, a young woman, for instance, whose car was wrecked, uh, a person who was nearly murdered um, by aiming a firework at him. And God only knows how many other people were terrorised. And it's not just a Newcastle West issue. This is every provincial town in Ireland, up and down the country, um, where it's either alcohol-fueled or drug-fueled uh, at the weekend, where we see people just falling around the place, uh, causing wanton damage. And they're, they're so-called children. Um, you know, I mean, if parents don't take responsibility for the actions of their children, uh, you know, the society is, is, is heading to a situation where it won't be able to be uh, held together. Um, and we do need, uh, as a society, to have a long think about, first of all, uh, the values that we have in this country around um, respect for, each, for somebody else, work, uh, which is not a bad thing to have, uh, and making sure that uh, not the same people pay for everything because the same people paying for everything in this country. And I don't know you're going to get calls uh, from the usual brigade saying, oh, he's coming down hard on, on, on uh, the, the, the usual suspects. I absolutely am coming down hard on the usual suspects because why is it that the usual suspects that we're always talking about on this show? Why, like, anyone that was working on that night the following morning, they weren't out throwing wheelie bins at cars. They weren't out um, turning a car up on its side. 
Um, you know, and, and anyone who's, whose parents are taking parental responsibility wasn't doing it. And for some of them, then it'll be like this glazed look across their face that they didn't know where their Johnny was. Okay. I mean, like, uh, there's well, an, air, an air of fairy taleism now being attached by some right. people to the behaviour of their children. Well, look, we'll, we'll ask the listeners again what, what they think, what you think. You are listeners. What do you think the solution to this kind of behaviour is? You can get in touch with us this morning on 086-123-9595. Before I let you go, Minister, um, it is a particularly difficult week for Newcastle West, not just because of what went oh, on God, in terms of the, 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 the tragedy the, the community has suffered with the loss of Helen Moynihan. Uh, yeah, look, I mean, it, 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 there's an awful cloud being pulled down around this area yet again with another fabulous young person who had her whole life ahead of her, you know, cut short uh, in a road collision. Uh, and I know her mum and dad and, you know, my heart goes out to them. And I mean, on the night in question, it was uh, a night for families. It was a night for children, for, uh, you know, trick or treat that we didn't have for many years uh, because of COVID and lockdowns. It was just an ordinary uh, afternoon Halloween uh, where again, uh, you know, another family in the West Limerick area being absolutely ravaged by tragedy. Uh, and to her family, her, you know, her immediate family, her friends, uh, you know, the wider community here, we're just devastated for them. And uh, we hope they draw some solace and some comfort for the fact that um, they're in our thoughts and, you know, um, may she rest in peace. But, you know, it is just another, yes, desperate example uh, of of how fragile life is uh, when you go out on a simple family journey and that it can turn so horribly wrong uh, and a family left with, you know, a generation of grief. Um, and I hope that, you know, that they draw some comfort from the from the condolences and the genuine sympathy because uh, they're a well-known, well-liked family in the in the wider Newcastle West and West Limerick area um, and your heart to break for them and for, for uh, her children and partner and everybody. It's just absolutely horrific. Absolutely. Patrick O'Donovan, Minister of State, thank you for joining us on Limerick Today. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on